Welcome to the second in this little podcast series, Managing Challenging Relationships. Remember, as we go through this series, that every relationship is part of a system of interactions, of emotional ebbs and flows. So taking a step back and seeing that the difficult person is part of a relationship flow that we're in. So one of the key ways of working out how to manage is figuring out what's in my control, what's in our own control to manage differently, to be able to observe the contribution we might be inadvertently making to the difficult sustained relationship. And while there is no quick fix and there is no guarantee of a resolved relationship, there is an improved path by working out what we can do differently without getting into the blame and change game with another. Now, today's question, I am very appreciative that this was sent to me and I'm going to read it out. The topic is a ruptured relationship between adult siblings. And here is what has been written. My problem is how to navigate distance with an adult sibling. My living family of origin consists of three members, mother and two adult children, older sister and younger brother. Early on, our family system fell under intense pressure due to an early bereavement. The mother was a first generation migrant from a non-English speaking country and continued on as a business owner after the family's tragic loss. Every one of the family has a soft, sensitive temperament and around the grief, there was a really strong, close bond to begin with. But the stress going forward meant that the family became a high negative expressed emotion environment, especially between mother and daughter. The son or brother witnessed many conflicts and an environment of walking on eggshells to avoid further conflict. He exhibited high negative emotion within the sibling relationship, but less at the time with his mother. Mother and son were confidants. Now, the situation has moved to distance between the brother and the other members. The relationship has improved between mother and daughter. The mother and the sister are hesitant to push too much since the brother cuts off quickly in the face of any tension. Avoidance is a common strategy throughout the generations. The result is 10 years of distance. The female family members are saddened by this, but caught in a bind of continuing to participate in the cutoff versus approaching cautiously. A low-key intermittent approach to bridge the distance has not had much success. Well, what a thoughtful dilemma it has been presented here. It's thoughtful 
because it shows the relationship challenge in the context of many years of the family life cycle. And that is extremely helpful. Often we look at challenging relationships in the here and now, the particular reaction we have to the negativity in another without us seeing that these are patterns that develop over time. And in fact, they, the dynamic changes at different stages of the family's life cycle and certainly adversity, as has happened in this family, puts enormous strain on a family's coping resources. What this dilemma makes very clear from the inside of the person who wrote it is that the initial response to grief and loss and tragedy in this family was pulling together into a really close, supportive, sensitive, emotionally grieving family system. And this is what Bowen says happens as the first response to heightened stress is an increase in pulling together togetherness which is very comforting in the early stages, but it does, after a time, create some impairment to people being able to be autonomous, to be able to function independently rather than function under the expectations of the family. So it's very easy for ruptures to develop and tensions to develop, as has happened in this family. And there's been the added dynamic of migration, the challenge of being probably quite alone and isolated in a new country, not having English as a first language to navigate the new culture. So there are lots of particularly intense stressors for this family system and their response has been very predictable. And I think it's helpful to see that these patterns are not unique to your particular family, that we share so much in common as humans navigating the stresses and strains of life together. One of the most interesting aspects that jumps out at me in this story, I wonder if you saw it, the triangles at work. So that in the early stages with three people in an intense supportive togetherness, there was an intensity that developed between the older sister and the mum. And this would be a predictable intensity as the daughter is trying to get a little bit of independence and that is reacted to in the mother-daughter relationship and anxiety goes up in the tension that is difficult to tolerate on the back of all of the grief and loss. And so there is conflict erupting between mother and elder sibling. And the son at this point, the, the brother, becomes the ally to mother and her confidant about her worries about the sister and the daughter. So already you can see the seeds of sibling difficulty because of the triangle of the insider partnership of mother and son and the daughter being on the outside. But this alliance between a mother and an adult son 
or any adult child puts a strain on the son's capacity to forge his own independent life and the mother who has experienced a good deal of grief and struggled to manage the business and maybe it was a family business so there's extra tension about who is being responsible in the family business, who's being irresponsible. It's very difficult to add business with family and um, this may be exacerbating the triangling process. Remember that triangles are a way of helping people cope. They give people a sense of comfort through finding an ally and that reduces the tension with the relationship where there is um, there are unresolved issues but over time it becomes a problem of its own if it continues with the intensity and possible kind of suffocation of being on the inside between the generations that you always have to remain the ally which restricts individuality and then the one on the outside feels quite vulnerable to being talked about behind their back. So these are the seeds of the current difficulty and what has happened, not unusual. The son, as he is navigating transition into some adult autonomy, has moved into a more emotionally and possibly physically cut off relationship with his original family. And as this has happened, the triangle has shifted. The daughter is no longer an outsider in the triangle. They're now the ally and confidant with the mother. They share their grief and sadness about the loss of son and brother from being close in the family. And that kind of grief is, I, I imagine it's been exacerbated by the backdrop of a premature loss, which I assume, although it's not said, is the loss of a husband and a father that has been the backdrop of significant grief for this family. So this writer is aware that avoidance is a common strategy. They can see it back through the generations. How do they get beyond the distance that's happening with their brother? How do they manage the sadness in the female members alliance? How do they get beyond just occasional low-key approaches to bridge that cutoff? Well, there are no simple quick fix strategies at all, but um, remembering, of course, that Seeing the triangles helps one navigate the relationships. It's not likely to be possible to bridge the distance if the outsider perceives that they are worried about and talked about and strategized about by the mother and the daughter. So any efforts to connect with the brother require operating on behalf of self, not operating on behalf of the tri Triangle Alliance. 
there will be some important work to do in managing the invitation from mother to make a project together of worrying about or talking critically about the son's lack of loyalty or whatever it might be. So there's a little bit of important work to do on both sides of the triangle. It will be important in any effort to gradually reconnect in some way to take out the we of the approach. It's not a joint project that is likely to exacerbate the reactivity for the outsider in the triangle. And a low-key intermittent approach, I think that is probably um, a useful effort to not participate in the cutoff completely. Murray Bowen has said that it takes two to make a cutoff. So working on one side of the cutoff, we can't change the other person, but we can change our part. I think that maintaining some degree of contact is very helpful for that. How to de-triangle is an interesting one, and I would not prescribe a particular de-triangling move for this family. It's something that I think people need a good family systems coach to really tease out the facts of the particular family situation and the dynamic that is going on. But I do think of a, a family that I've worked with, a, an adult family member, who realized that they were involved in making a project of trying to draw back into the family a sibling who was um, avoiding family contact after a significant conflict at a family event. There had been a, a cutoff that had gone on for a few years. And the, the daughter in this case was similarly very much the the one who carried the load of the mother's distress about one of the siblings not being in contact anymore and one of the things i do recall this adult woman started doing differently in her relationship with her brother was he would convey to she would convey to her brother that she respected his need for space, um, that she understood the need for that space given just how much um, he was a support and a very important special person to their mother in a previous stage of the family's life and that she could say genuinely that she saw that this was a season where he deserved a little bit of respite and some space. And she also would say to her brother through her emails as she was beginning just to reach out and make a bit more contact, she would say that mum tells me how hurt she is, but I tell mum I have a different view, that I think that this is a really helpful decision to take a period of space. Now, that would be an example of a reversal. 
an example of making the triangle overt because um, it often remains a kind of a hidden um, pattern of the talking behind the other's back. So this young woman was able to just convey to her brother in their beginning to recontact relationship that she, whenever she would hear her mother's worries and complaints that she would convey not um, sympathy and support, but just her different position, an objective position that she uh, respected her brother's need for space at this time. What this young woman did convey was she was committed to being a sister that she aspired to be, to be a sister who would be there for her brother and interested in her brother's life and his new partner and their future plans for a family. So she was conveying her I position with her brother. So that may be a trigger of an idea of what it's like to get this triangle out in the open and to extricate oneself from the alliance of the insider versus the outsider. But again, these every situation is unique and different, and I do recommend that people get a bit of family systems coaching to work their way, way through it. One, a remaining comment for this challenging relationship situation of a rupture between two siblings is that the person who is wanting to not participate in the cutoff can make a commitment to stay as present and accounted for in the important events of their sibling's life. Um, so that it isn't inconsistent, intermittent contact, but there is a reaching out, a conveying of um, thoughtfulness and care at the important anniversaries, events of life. Thinking of you on the anniversary of our father's death might be, and, and all that we've been through at that time, might be just a way of beginning to say, I am still committed to the important relationship that we've had and I'm not reactive and critical of you, but I am wanting to be a resource and be the one who will stand with you and your new family at graduations, at birth of children and birthdays and family ritual times, perhaps it might be a, a New Year's celebration, even if it is just for a time sending a card, um, they may be the best ways of just conveying that I'm not trying to change you or fix you or criticize you or make a project out of bringing you back into the intensity of our family. I am just committed to being the best, most responsible and non-reactive sibling that I can be.